0: Welcome to the Top, the podcast that provides you with what you need to succeed in the real estate world. Brought to you by the Collin County Association of Realtors. Get ready to tackle top real estate topics in bite-sized amounts with CCAR President Marissa Benet and Jonna Fernandez, CCAR Chief Operating Officer.
1: Well, hello, Marissa here, my trusty co-host. Jonna had to miss out on this discussion, but you certainly should not. So today we'll be discussing property taxes with two of the best in the business. We've got Miss Jennifer Parker and Amy Hansen here. Good morning. Good morning. morning. It's so good to see you guys. You know, and everybody who's listening has no idea that it's like the butt crack of dawn and we are so (laughs) exhausted, but uh, I'm so glad that y'all are here and we decided to do coffee together this morning. (laughs) So I have the privilege of hearing you guys talk about property taxes
2: on several occasions. Uh, So how have y'all become so knowledgeable on property taxes? Um, I, I will say I kind of married into it. My husband worked for the Dallas central appraisal district when we got married and, um, I kind of, I guess, by osmosis or whatever you call it, um, started learning about property taxes. He left the appraisal district in 2000, uh, end of of 1999, beginning of 2000, and um, formed a property tax consulting firm with a friend of his. And so I kind of worked off and on behind the scenes and became a licensed property tax consultant in 2001. So I have been doing commercial property tax consulting since 2001, in addition to my real estate business.
1: Well, what about you, Amy?
3: Uh, well, I've been doing real- residential real estate sales for 25 years, primarily doing uh, property management. And so met Jennifer three or four years ago and was talking to her about our investors and kind of the struggles that they have with property taxes. And she said, well, you should become a property tax consultant. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. So um, it's really all Jennifer's fault that I ended up in this position. But it has been really interesting to be able to see kind of the behind the scenes processes that take place with the property tax values and the rate setting so that I can better explain it and understand it for my investor clients because they're all about the bottom line and about the numbers. So it's, it's helped expand my my real estate business and has helped uh, my investors tremendously. Awesome.
1: Awesome. Well, good deal. So this episode is being released in the middle of summer and the deadline for property tax protests have passed. Is there still work to be done to ensure that property taxes will remain in check?
2: There definitely is. So, um, if everybody filed their protest on May 16th, this year it was May 16th because the 15th fell on the weekend, um, they should be getting notice of their hearing coming up. They are typically notified about 14 days in advance of their hearing. So, they will want to prepare their information for their hearing packet. But beyond that, um, we need to be contacting our local officials and letting them know that. The market is up tremendously. We we all all of us know what the market is doing. The appraisal district, their job is to place the value at market value as of January 1st. So when you have your clients calling you and saying, They can't do that, they can't raise my value. And then you say, Do you remember what I just sold that house to you for?
1: <laughs> and
2: and the appraisal district is typically below what they just paid for it because the appraisal district is looking at sales from the prior year, the 12 months before. So for instance, right now for the 2022 values, the appraisal district was valuing the property in January based on January through December of 21 sales. And we also know how different the market was in 2021 compared to what it is right now. Just even three months ago, I don't know about you, but when I'm pricing a, a house, I may have may have been talking to these people for two or three months. I am repricing that every week if they're still on the fence trying to decide, and I'm seeing the values changing. So, um, what's really important is to number one understand that the task is to appraise the value at the market value. So, um, when they think that it's too high. It may not be too high based on the market value, but there are uh, two different types of protests that they could do. They could do it for market or for equity. And equity means that they are appraised equally um, uh, compared to other properties within their neighborhood, similar properties. So um, looking at what the the value of Amy's house lives down the street from me compared to Marissa's, who is the next street over, maybe we have a very similar house. Marissa's is way lower than mine and Amy's, so we're going to do an equity report and we're going to show the appraisal district you're not appraising me equally, but you have to have protested it for both market and equity. Um, And then after you've had your hearing, um, it doesn't stop there because we need to be contacting our local officials and letting them know we, we know that the market is up, We want to make sure that you are looking at your budgets and trying to keep those budgets similar to where they were last year. And oh, by the way, if you do that, then you need to be lowering the tax rate to keep that budget similar to last year because our values have gone up. So that doesn't mean that your budget automatically gets to go up and you have a bigger amount to use. We want you to to stay within your realm of what you had last year. So what I suggest doing is, and it's, it's very complicated to figure out who to talk to, when, um, but I want to start emailing my uh, city councilman, my school district representative, somebody from the county, all these people that are making these decisions in a couple of months about the tax rates and looking at the budgets, telling them, okay, our values are up. My expectation is that you lower the rate so that your budgets stay about the same as last year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, and that kind of leads us into uh, my first like big, big question is how long has the no new revenue policy been in place?
2: In 2019, SB2 was passed and Texas Realtors, by the way, was very instrumental in. I mean, it was
1: a huge push on the effective tax rate. Everybody, the effective tax rate. I think we had, um, I, oh gosh, what was the website that Texas Realtors had put out? Hidden taxes. Yes, uh, the hidden tax dot com. That's what it was, and it had a great way of just breaking down like the effective tax rate, because people just don't get it. And they think, oh, yeah, my house is worth more money, so I should be paying more in taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
2: it's just a, you
1: know, a bag of goods
2: people got sold on. It's basically that the values were going up and the entities were just accepting that and people were not paying attention to the fact that the values were going up, but the tax rates, the, the intention was always that the tax rate would roll back. What they called it back then was, you roll back the tax rate, but we were relying on the officials to just be, just automatically do that, um, and they weren't doing that, so we were seeing our taxes go up continuously, and that website is now knowyourtaxes.org. It's the, it, it, we took that information and expanded on it and changed the web address, and now it's knowyourtaxes.org.
1: Is that still hosted by Texas Realtors? Yes. It is
2: very cool. You know, Texas Realtors, I got to give it to them.
1: They put together some really informative uh, websites, awareness um, campaigns. Their, their issues mobilization committee
2: is, oh man, they're great. They're really great. And we can be, sh- I share a lot of information from KnowYourTaxes.org on my Facebook page because there are videos, there are in a, a lot of information that you can just go to that particular section of the website and share it. And then your your clients can see that information and use it for, them, for themselves as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Well, do you anticipate any changes or additions to property tax legislation?
3: I think we're going to see big changes this year. Yeah. People are <laughs> absolutely freaking out over the values. They are terrified of what those tax bills are going to be at the end of the year. It was like a
1: flood. I don't know if y'all saw on your social media, but it was just, so many people were like i can't believe it it's like my property values went up 200,000 150,000 and i was like oh my goodness i'm afraid to even look
2: yes well the the thing about it is if if what is supposed to happen as a result of SB2 if that follows through then we will see the tax rates being lowered because the no new revenue um is basically they're not the taxing entities will not be getting more than 3.5% of an increase in revenue from last year to this year. Um, just there's, there's other different parts of that, but the, that's what the basis of. They should not increase their revenue more than three and a half percent over the prior year. And, and for that to happen, they will have to lower the tax rates. And so when you see your notice come, it actually has, it's a calculation of your taxes based on the prior year tax rate. So if what's supposed to happen really does, they lower those tax rates. So your taxes are actually going to be lower than what it it says. But there's no way to know right now what that tax rate is going to be. Yeah. And and so many people focus just on the
3: value. They get their tax uh, appraisal in the mail and they open it and they say, oh, my gosh, you know, it went up, you know, 30 percent, 50 percent, 100 percent. And they're absolutely completely freaking out over it. So. Um, the unknown is still there, like Jennifer said. The unknown of what that tax rate is going to be, and you know what will the legislature do, and what's going to happen with um, the next round of elections, and uh, what's on the horizon. There's a lot that could change between now and then. But but people are really, really, really nervous about their tax bills.
2: I can tell you one thing that is has been kind of floated around is that there is um, some surplus in the Texas budget. And the talk is of possibly figuring out a way to take that surplus to compress the school district tax rate. Ooh,
1: interesting. And
3: the
2: school taxes are such a big portion of your overall tax bill. The thought is in, in I'm on the taxation, taxation policy committee for Texas realtors. And we, we have a meeting actually tomorrow. So I will be headed to Austin tonight, but um, last month, that was one of the things that we were talking about. Yes, can we take that money and compress that rate? Can we make it more than just a one-year thing? Because okay, let's let's fix it for this year. But if 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 we don't figure out how to help for longer than this year, then we're just going to be in the same boat next year. Yeah, yeah. No, Hopefully I agree. Values values
3: are going to continue to go up. I mean, we have not seen any slowing of the values increasing. So. It's it's going to be a hot topic for many years to come. So we've got to stay involved. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of
1: pressure on the different taxing entities to take a good hard look at what they're doing. But do you think it's going to be possible or what do you think about other entities, tax entities, bringing to a vote
2: a higher increase than over the three and a half percent? If if they choose to go over the three and a half percent, then they they do have to have a vote. I think what we need to do right now is start emailing those officials and telling them these values are extremely high. None of us bought our house hoping that the value would go down. So it's it's doing what we want it to do. Mm -hmm. What we need to do is contact our local officials and let them know the values are up. Our expectation is that you adjust your, your budgets And the tax rates accordingly. How likely
1: is it though? Do you, do you really think we're going to see a lot
2: of votes coming out of this? Like, Oh yeah, let's raise them. Let's raise them. I don't, I don't think they will because, um, so the tax rates from 2020 to 2021, we saw a lot of them go down. We, in our business, we actually manually enter every single tax rate for every property that we do. And um, from year to year, we would just go ahead and bill on the prior year tax rates because in years past, we were always like, well, the tax rates are going to go up. So we can just use last year's rate and we're going to be billing people for our property tax business. We're going to bill them on the lower rate. So that's a win for them. Right. And we're just, we're, everybody wants to know what their bill is going to be from us. So we would just go ahead and use prior year rates. Well, we can't do that anymore because the prior year rates are considerably higher than the current year rates. And I think we'll see that again. Um, I tried, I think I, on the know I was able to find a tax rate history Ooh. where you could see for every single tax rate in the state of Texas. And we could, um, you know, focus on just our area. Um, I think I think this is the one for Colin, but you can see where the tax rates have gone, you know, from 2019 to 2020 to 2021. It actually goes all the way back to 2002. But just let's just look at Allen City 2019. The tax rate was 0.489, 2020 0.485, and then 2021 0.47. Wow. It, It was going down. Yeah. I mean, and it, it doesn't sound like a lot, but you know, depending on the value of the property, yeah, it, multiplied by thousands and thousands of dollars
1: and yeah. thousands of people and homes, yes, yeah, it's yeah. a lot. So, I,
3: I anyway. Marissa I really don't think that we're going to see voters go into the polls to approve something over that that taxable increase. I just don't I think there's going to be too much political pressure, um especially after there's been so much um uprising over the values I mean even all the way up to the governor's office the governor's even you know been putting out information saying he his office is getting bombarded with calls and Good.
2: and emails and then, well this is not a state issue it is a local issue the tax rates are controlled by the local entities and so we really need to put the focus at the local level because a lot of people don't understand that and that's why I yeah. say that it's a really complicated system but it it actually is a really good system. It really works well because if we were to, well, for instance, if we didn't have property taxes, what would we have? Because we're talking about 70, like $73 billion of revenue that is used to run our schools, to run our cities, to run the counties. Um, other states have income tax or they have higher sales tax rates where our money comes is from the property taxes. It's a more reliable source of income for the municipalities. Because if we went to a um, let's just, we don't like the word income tax. So we're not not going there in Texas, (laughs) but if we had to change it to the sales taxes, do you realize what our sales taxes would be to raise that much money? And what's going to happen if we increase the sales tax rate to 18% is what they estimate it would have to be to um, make up the money for this. Well, people are going to stop buying. You're not going to go buy that big screen TV that you wanted to buy because 18% uh, sales tax is a lot of money on a $2,000 TV. So you're either not going to buy that or you're going to go to Oklahoma where the sales taxes are lower. And then it's not, so maybe they set the rate at 18% the first year. Well, the next year they'd have to raise that rate because they didn't get enough revenue. So then we're looking at like 20% sales tax rate. People are going to stop spending money in Texas. So that that's really not a good solution. Yeah. Well,
1: so let me ask you guys this. So let's say the tax rate goes down. How is a homeowner supposed to know? Are they going to get a new notice in the mail?
2: They'll get their tax bill in the mail but they can they can keep up go back to the local entities because they're going to be having uh, discussions about their budgets starting very soon. I would say most of them are going to start talking about their budgets in June okay. and then start setting the rates in maybe July, August. What I did is on knowyourtaxes.org you can actually look up your particular property and you can see um, you can see really Beautiful charts about your taxes. Oh, yes.
1: They're very colorful. Very colorful.
2: (laughs) But when you go to, let's go to the page where it says Allen City. So then this property is in the city of Allen. So if I look at just the information about Allen City, you can see a meeting, public hearing with vote on tax rate date and time, September 14th. Now these are last years, but this will give you an idea. This is when they voted on it last year. So it's going to be probably the same day of the month. But probably it's, very similar. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're so, right. Like, if this was a Thursday, the second Thursday of the month, it's probably going to be the second Thursday of September when they actually do the vote. Well, and I'm,
1: then, I'm glad you called that out because I mean, I, I would not have noticed because when you go to like, um, Denton CAD or something, you just don't, plainly see hearing dates or anything like that. This it, it, this page is is very beautifully done. I can see exactly where
2: I need to go, what time and date, and um, that's super, well, super helpful. I will tell you, me, as somebody in the profession, last year, I was like, okay, I'm going to be in the know. I'm going to figure out when the hearing, I'm going to go to these for my own house, so I have that experience. Well, by the time I figured out where to go to look and had the time to think about it, The hearing had already happened. So I missed out. So that's why I'm saying we just need to go ahead and email our officials.
1: Would even be great for other agents to do like a blog or a a live stream video explaining to their clients about the website and have a
2: better understanding of where they can go and who can talk to. So I think that would be be helpful. Yeah. Great content. Yes, definitely. And so what I just did, my... Daughter had a house in Collin County, but a super sweet couple bought it. Um, But they paid a lot. They even paid more than what it's valued at right now. Uh, And I will tell you, my daughter was trying to teach somebody how to do our equity analysis and our sales analysis for our property tax consulting firm. And she was using that property, her old property, as an example. Well, it's valued at $340. They paid $360. And when we ran it through our system, we were coming up at four hundred and two thousand dollars. So, wow! When I say when you get that, and it, it, if it's valued less than what you paid for it, you're getting a gift.
1: <laughs> yeah, just yeah. just okay. accept that Amazing. gift. Thank you guys for uh, for coming in today. I appreciate it. this. Thank has you. been fun. Thank you so much, and thanks for breakfast, Marissa. Oh gosh okay i didn't bring breakfast but thank you thank you for next time we have 8 a.m you know podcast recordings we will make sure there's more than just coffee and water
3: we expect coffee and danishes
1: <laughs> you got it you got it all right thank you guys for listening for those listening and thanks for hanging out with us don't forget to subscribe to welcome to the top or wherever you get your podcast and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing If you have any questions on a topic or you would like to discuss it on a podcast, we want to hear it. So email us at ask at welcometothetop.com and listen to hear it covered. Can't wait to hear from you guys. Thanks for listening, and I will see you at the closing table.
0: Special thanks to our hosts, Jonna Fernandez and Marissa Benet. Producer, Bree Westbury. Audio engineer, Ella Madden. Outreach and guest relations manager, Kendall Crawford. And podcast administrator, Sean Ofstall. Tune in next time, and don't forget to enjoy your journey to the top. The statements made by speakers in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views or position of the Collin County Association of Realtors, its leadership, or its members. This podcast is not intended to give legal, financial, medical, or other advice, but simply to provide information as a springboard to further discussion and investigation.